Good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag from Coach to Coach, Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. And and now today, I have a coach, colleague of ours. He is based in Vienna, Austria, and he is Dr. Matt Hombauer. However, I know he mentioned this very nicely the last time I was talking with him. He started to make some kind of branding, which is we're going to be, you know, more in not in depth, but more casual talk about his branding. But he he's saying that his brand is talk to Matt. <laughs> talk to Matt. Yeah. Matt, welcome. Thank you so much, Francisco, for having me. It's really a pleasure. I'm honored. You're welcome. You're welcome. Pleasure to, to have this. So let's see. Talk to Matt. What is going to be Matt talking about today? The episode is yours. Come on. Yeah, let's let's see what we're talking about today. Probably coaching, I guess. Okay. <laughs> the, the magic of coaching. Um, yeah, and then maybe like probably it's interesting for, for the listeners out there how I became a coach and what I'm doing, I guess. So okay. maybe sure. we can start from there. There you go, please. Where, yes. Who is who is Matt and and how he transitioned to be a, a professional yeah. coach? Yeah, let's let's start in the like 2008, 80s, eight, so something around this. So I was doing my my PhD thesis in molecular biology uh, in Vienna, and my dream was to to win the Nobel Prize one day as a famous researcher. <laughs> but but everything turned out differently you know uh long working hours also during the weekends uh stressful and frustrating projects um during my phd thesis led me to the realization that i my heart doesn't really lie on or my heart doesn't want to follow this academic path to become a researcher and so what I did after I received my doctoral thesis, uh, I decided to become a professional photographer. So I got uh, my first camera uh, on a travel uh, to Hong Kong because they mm-hmm. were cheaper there. So I got my first digital camera when I was 28 years old. And I started to photograph whatever came up. Um, but then I decided that I wanted to take photos of musicians. So became yeah. a rock star photographer i termed myself and um, was taking photos of of rock stars from all all around the world from the rolling stones to wow. whoever has a name in this field um yeah it was was pretty cool and then my daughter mia was born uh she's already 6 years old now and i thought hmm i want to be the dad who is at home and not just traveling around or mm-hmm. hanging up in clubs at night and uh, so I started an online business. Uh, I called it How to Become a Rockstar Photographer. This is still still online. Um, and the idea was to teach people or share my experiences how to become a, a concert photographer. Yeah. I started out with writing blog posts. Uh, I did an ebook, And finally, I, I released a video course with over 40 videos, which became the kind of the first online academy for concert photography. Um, and I built a, a worldwide community around this brand uh, until like 2020, when March 2020, when the pandemic hit in Austria, the music business was dead. All of a sudden, 
no mm-hmm. concerts. No one wanted to buy my online course. And so a friend of mine actually gave me a, a hint. Also, he suggested to have a look at the coactive model. And there is a book about it. I bought the book and I got interested, like coaching. What is it? I had no idea. Um, yeah. I, I knew that I wanted to help people in a way. But yeah, and I just went into the fundamentals course of coactive uh, coaching trainings institute uh, here in Europe, and then I did the intermediate course, and I'm right now in uh, certification, almost finished with certification, and yeah, totally shifted my business from professional photographer and PhD in molecular biology to becoming a professional uh, coach, and this is where I am right now. <laughs> you know what I'm hearing from what you just said, uh, Matt, Matt? Can I call you Matt? Right, Matt. Sure, Matt, sure, yeah. So it's this has like a purpose. Whatever you do, there's a certain yeah, purpose. Exactly. You said PhD in molecular biology. Biology, biology. Yeah, it's about biology. you know genetics, biochemistry, all this, this weird all stuff this. that no one can, no one knows what it really is. You know, you can't see it. It's really weird. <laughs> but it's there. It's there. No. And then you went to this. Uh, to be a photographer, which is obviously yeah. nothing to do with what you studied, exactly. and but there was always the same thing as the purpose there uh, to be, you know, as the purpose is to be the photographer of the rockstar. It's a specific one, right? Yeah, and transitioning. And, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, just to 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 say something here. It's like I I had the feeling I always followed my intuition even though I didn't know exactly what it is, but I always had this feeling of, okay, let's do something else. Let's start a new project. And then I was totally committed to it for a couple of years and then it changed again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. also maybe a learning from, from my side or from me personally, a realization is if you have like a passion or like an intuition or a dream or a vision, it might change during the journey. Yeah. So it doesn't need to be one for the lifetime, at least not for me. <laughs> that's right but the thing is that okay professional coach again you got kind of um, be a professional coach having this kind of co-activity in, in, in the training background but one thing I, I quote, wrote here is you just need to start and I think this related to the coach I mean word of common on coach right everybody who's whatever going to be an audience or our listeners who's, who's having this kind of barriers struggling or things want to do there's like you know this you just need to start and to start is talking with a coach so matt as a coach what is he bringing for our audience and the listeners to yeah to know yeah yeah so so when i started you know with with the certification program for cti you need 100 coaching hours which is a great kick in the ass to get things started <laughs> because you need yeah. it right and you start practicing you start coaching and um when i was starting i coached like all different kinds of people with different topics you know some were unhappy in their job and wanted to change jobs other were too scared to leave their job and others were like having their visions and uh were facing obstacles and what i found out is for me and i think this is where i can be my my most authentic self because I walked this way before is like helping people who have already a vision and I call them change makers in general, like people who have a vision who want to change the world for the better 
And, you know, these are often CEOs or founders from startups. Yes. These are guys who, who, who really are thriving or, or they might have just a, you know, a, a feeling of they need to change something in their life and making a change for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so basically I'm working with people who know already their vision or their purpose in life. Uh, I found out I'm not the coach or the right coach for people who are struggling, finding what they are here for. You know, often I had some, some clients who say, yeah, I'm, I'm unhappy with my life. I want to change. And if you ask them, what do you really want? It's like, I don't know. The best would be sitting here and waiting for a miracle and everything will be good. You know, give me the magic pill. It's yeah. like, uh, probably there is no magic pill out there. I don't know, but I've, I haven't found it. You know, it's always work to do. Okay. And, and so, yeah, this, this really gives me energy to help people who have like a leverage on, on an impact in the world. Nice. I like what you, I, I mean, this is interesting what you said. You, 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 your, your trend more is to, to, to support or to coach individuals who already have certain purpose and vision in where they want to do. Exactly. <laughs> Tell me more about that. What, what, what is, what is in math in that? Yeah, I guess what, what attracts me to this kind of clients is because, as I said, I was following my intuition and I was there to do these things. Like, you know, after nine years of studying, having a PhD and then just dropping it and say, no, let's become a photographer without any knowledge at all. I never did any photography school. I was just just self-taught photographer. And then again, starting again with an online business and then starting a coaching business. So I think what attracts me and what makes myself value valuable for for guys who are working with me is kind of that I was there already. I know how it feels when you're on this path. You know, not everything is happy, peppy, rainbow colors. Yeah, even though we would love to have it, but you know, there are a lot of bumps in the road. There are a lot of obstacles, and what I experienced is you need some. I mean, you you need a you need different like things to survive in this kind of uh, environment and and one is definitely like grit i think that's a that's a word grit is um uh defined by you know having passion for something but also be persistent yes so there is this persistency and you you need to know why you're doing this it's always about the why if you just do it because of the money you know, often people are having a job because of the money, which is also cool. And, you know, that that's how it is. But I think that's not where they get most motivated with. So money is not mostly the motivation for someone who go yeah, yeah. really deep into and, and stay long. And so for me, yeah, having, having or working with someone who has this, this vision, this intuition or this inner drive, let's call it inner drive. It's yeah. it is what attracts me, and because they these are the people who are taking the action, right? They are doing the work, they are staying in there for the long game. They're not just giving up when the first obstacles hits them. And I yeah. think that's that's the important thing. So, is you like holding? You're the one who's who's, who's let's put it this way: like they're passing the ball to you once they have already the transition of I don't know what to do. Yeah. So someone so, has to work on that. Someone passed you the ball, and exactly. that ball has the one with that 
okay, I have a person in me who has already a purpose and a vision. And you're the one who's going to give them the reality, the experience you have, and the certain expectation. Yeah, and, uh, you know, not me being like a mentor in a way that's saying, you know, you need to do this and that, that it's working, but really holding them naturally creative, resourceful, and whole, as it's it's said in the coactive model. Um, and just you know, giving them the the space of self reflecting, what they really yeah. want, and what's yeah. holding them back. I see. I see. <laughs> I don't know if Ariel, you said that this is uh, you prefer to have working uh, clients with with a certain purpose and vision for them to to to, to approach you and to work with you, right? And rather than the, those individuals who are still in the process of, I want to change, but I don't know why. Sort of. yeah. What's the big difference do you think there is between, I don't know, I want to move, but I don't know. And, yeah. hey, I have this. Can you, do you have any sharing on uh, that? What, yeah, I mean, what comes up when you're saying this is uh, commitment. I think a lot, there's a lot of, commitment in people who already started the path and for sure you know there there is no wrong or right for sure there are people who have a lot of commitment as well which are starting out and don't know what to do but i have the feeling with from my experience with the people i've worked with sometimes they are not so committed you know they want the easy way out they want a fulfilled life but they don't really know what it is and once you don't know where you're heading, you know, when you don't have your inner compass, like in uh, setting you up for a direction you want to go, yes. then it's more like as a metaphorically speaking, you're like on a, on a ship, you know, at the mm-hmm. sea and the wind is blowing from every side. And then a couple of months later, you arrive somewhere, but you don't even know why you're here. Okay. And probably you don't even want to go there. So I think that, that if you if you have a direction it's easier to go there because you know where to go and then the commitment might be also there or more commitment would be there. Whereas if you're just, you know, being on this boat and thinking, what should I do? I'm just not happy. Uh, don't live a fulfilled life, but I have no clue where I should go. There is no commitment because you don't know where to go. Right. And so for, for me, this is kind of, I did this, but uh, I felt that's not, I'm not the right coach for those people. That's more like one step. I wouldn't say behind, but there is still one step until they know what they want to do. Yes. And then I'm then I'm here and helping them. Yeah, yeah. So there's there is a distinction between this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and then this is just a personal preference, right? This is what, yeah. what gives me energy. And so of course. I'm I'm so yeah, selfish yeah, yeah. to say I just want to, to coach or work with people who give me energy because otherwise I won't be a good coach if I'm just struggling myself. Actually, definitely not, because as a professional coach. I mean, if you go to the, you know, like a, you know, we're not going to be, we are specialists, but there's a certain areas in which you have a more interest, you no, know, as any profession exactly. it is, like as a surgeon, an odontologist, a psychologist, psychiatrist, they have, a psychologist cannot cover everything related to human behavior. You were thinking there must be, they know, yeah. I prefer have this kind of preference, sort of thing. Right? So I, I, I understand you totally, and exactly. as you said, there will be more coaches who are willing to have those clients in which in a state of, you know, the, the pre-stage that you, where you want, you want it, to know, it, that, it, yeah. 
Exactly. And they can can even help them better than than I'm doing, right? Because I had already this intuition and I'm I'm yeah, I'm used to knowing where to go in my direction, right? And so people who know where to go is is kind of yeah. a way for me to go because then it's easier. And I know that you 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 mentioned about you know being a professional photographer and related to, to this um rock stars and so on. Mm. I was wondering when you mentioned that, and together with these kind of you know, people who has a certain purpose and vision, right? Yeah. Do you use any of those techniques as a photographer, of course, a photographer, in your uh, coaching sessions? Yeah. I mean, what what really helped me is this entrepreneurial mindset that I got, being a professional photographer, building an mm -hmm. own business, building an um, an international online business. So, so this helps me in my coaching because the way I'm seeing it or I experienced it is, you know, there, there are two different things. The one thing is like the art of coaching. I'm a coach. I know how to coach. And the other one is like building a business. Yes. And they are not necessarily correlated in a way. Yes, you need business and you need to be a good coach. But just from the art of coaching and the art of business, they are, they are separated. And I've seen a lot of people struggling with the second one like building a business um and so what i'm i think what i'm getting out of the last 10 years when i was a professional photographer is really this this commitment this persistency and like this entrepreneurial mindset you know it's it's okay to fail it's okay to make mistakes as long as you stay up again you know as as long as you you trust the universe or the process or whatever And uh, I've been there with all these bumps and obstacles. And, and I know that in the end, it will be good if you just trust yourself. And I think that's, uh, that's something that you can't learn from, you know, watching a video course. It's more <laughs> like learning by doing over years, practice and, and getting yourself into the situations. And so this is definitely like a plus for me, building a business, having the entrepreneurial mindset. And I, I just wrote that what you said, the coach you said, trust yourself. No? And obviously, especially for those who are, even though they have a good purpose, they have the same vision, right? There's a lot of things that to be considered, question marks and so on, right? Um, and you say you're using a word that you, you are, is intuition, right? Mm -hmm. um, my, my question there when you said is trust yourself, right? How is it? How are you able to open their trust in themselves? Yeah. When they are that have of this purpose, they have this. I have this vision, and you know, and you started questioning, right? You know, then but you have to consider the the reality, what kind of experience you had, why, and all these things. Right? You, yeah. What, what, what do you think? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Like trusting yourself, I think that's also like. By trial and error, you know, you do certain things, you trust yourself, you will fail, you will learn from it, you you learn more about yourself, what to trust and what not to trust. Um, you, you know, all comes down, I guess, to really know also like what you're standing for. And I'm always referring to this true authentic self, which is also kind of an abstract model, right? But what it means is like you really know your your inner values and this is what we coaches help with right our clients like what i'm standing 
for? What are my inner values? What drives me? What's my life purpose? And once you know this and embody it, then it's way easier because once you you know your inner inner self and you put it out there in action on the outside, you will likely more or more likely be in sync with yourself and with your actions, which will make you feel differently than you know working in an environment which is stepping on your values and you're if you're not aware you're just thinking what's wrong with me why i'm feeling so weird why i why don't i like to work so i think it has to do a lot with quote unquote inner work and find out what what you really want in life what you're standing for mm. and uh, also acting like this and and for example like i don't know one of my values is honesty okay. you know, and, and trying never to lie because this is not really fitting and if I would be in an environment where there is gossiping and lying, uh, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't feel well there. Just as an example. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or one value is yeah. family. Family, for example, is my number one value. So sure. I yeah. am building my business around this value of family. So I'm working only, you know, from 9 a.m. to like 2 p.m. four days a week. Because the other time, you know, my kids are home in the afternoon. I want to be there for them. I want to be the dad who is, is playing with them and reading them books at night when they go to sleep. So I'm, I'm never working at night, for example. Yeah. And, and that's, again, another the purpose, as you said, you know, that it's like Matt looks like this has to be with a certain purpose for him to pursue what has to be done. That's what that. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, and family or the kids definitely changed my complete worldview 180 degrees from one day to another. Once you have a baby in hand, it's like, whoo. <laughs> now something is different. <laughs> I know I know that. And even though my kids, well, my kids are already grown up, I still remember those. And that suddenly changed everything. So I know where you're stating. And it's also for our audience listeners. Hey, Having a family is also it's, it's fun, but it changed a lot of things. But again, yeah. another thing you mentioned, inner work, eh, Matt. Yeah. Are you saying that they have to come with a home, um, the, the inner work as a homework done, or you're going to be working with them in their inner work? I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not a prerequisite to have already done all the work, right? I mean, that's that's a that's a plus if you have it, but. For me, or from a personal story, as I said, I mean, I always had this kind of feeling. I know not it's intuition, but I, I didn't know what it is. And I did my inner work during the the certificate, uh, the the coaching journey, right? So I didn't know what my values are and what my purpose is in life. But I had this this inner feeling, like this intuition, that I was there to follow. Okay. You know, this this intuition. Everyone has an intuition. It's just what do you make out of it? Do you just say, okay, I don't know what this feeling is. Just leave it out. That's not working. Or are you just trusting yourself and jumping in and doing it? And I have the feeling that people who are on on the way, on their path, who have a vision, they might have a similar inner drive that they might not understand what it is, but they feel they need to do things right. Yeah. And uh, and then working with them on the on, on their on the inner work or like limiting beliefs will almost like supercharge where they are heading because then they, they can pass all the obstacles and know more about themselves. So in a nutshell, I would say, no, it's, it's not, not necessary to know everything about yourself, but it's, it's good to have like a feeling and an idea where you want to go. And, and 
in the best way already started it because there are so many people who have 100 ideas in their head, but if you're not getting in action and starting things, then it's just an idea. And most likely ideas won't, won't happen for a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of thinking, but no actions for doing that. Exactly. This is how we are how we are raised maybe or how a society is, you know, everything is in the head and everything needs to be rational and thinking, thinking, thinking. But if you never get into your body and listen to your feelings, what you really want, it's can be hard. Actually, actually that's the, I think that's what I'm getting from you is like, if someone comes to you an idea with a certain vision, it ignites you that, Hey, this is the, I can. Because if people are starting, I was thinking, I have my thoughts and looks like for you, okay. But if they have this idea, they really to think they think they're ready to put actions and make plannings and make uh, make doings. There is where's Matthias, Matt, sorry, Matt, to be there, right? Exactly. Exactly. Then then there is an option. I just had a call with um, uh, with a prospect client, you know, who I, I did a session with, and he wanted to do this and that, and I said, okay. Let's have a little homework and let's, you know, see what comes up. And and like the, the homework is already like the first action step where I can see is this is this client or this guy or this girl really, you know, doing their work or they're just saying they have the idea and then not doing it. Mm-hmm. And so it was cool because this guy said, Yeah, I, I did it, you know, on Friday or whenever. And it's like, yeah. okay, this give this gives me an idea of he has a vision. And he's willing to work on because otherwise coaching won't work. If you have someone who is only in your, in their head and they're not doing the action, it's like, you know, it's, it's a nice conversation, but you, you can't really evoke transformation and there needs yes. to be both. There needs to be the being and the, the doing. And that's the, that's the thing. We have to try to evoke that in that kind of coaching conversations that we have. And then okay. just linking to this self, you know, your inner work, and trust yourself, right? Yeah. How are you? I mean, trust yourself means the person has to have that feeling that they have to trust they, they're what they have in their inner sight, right? Right. How is that matching that for when you when you re, you have a new client or a new prospect that are talking with you? How are you seeing that kind of their trust in themselves as well as how is their inner work in that moment? Is this? Yeah. So so one to one tool that I'm using and and is actually uh, inspired almost stolen from Rich Litwin, but I think that's fine. He's, he's uh, giving this away freely. So so what it is, is like um, like an envisioning where I say to the client, you know, imagine in three years you call me and I pick up the phone and say, hello, your client, how are you doing? Three years passed by, what's happening? And I want the client to say, wow, it's amazing. I'm living my dream. I am doing, I am here. And interestingly, even though if people are not aware what they want to do with this this little strategy or this technique, people come up with all sorts of things, you know, and they, it helps them probably the first time to realize, okay, I can think freely without any borders of, because there is always the border of money, the border of age, you know, whatever, yeah. education. And, and then they're just saying, hey, yeah, I, I want this and I want to live in Spain and whatnot. And uh, so this frees them up for the first time, probably to to really feel it also how it feels. And once they feel it, it's not so out of reach anymore. Yeah. Because once you feel it, it's like, hey, I, I have this already inside, you know, even though it seems huge and I don't know how to get there, but it's not like 
I can't never do this. And I think this activates already something in them uh, mm-hmm. that they say, okay, wow, you may, maybe this is really what I should do. And then it's like, you know, getting baby steps towards it. it doesn't mean that someone needs to quit the job and leave the country next day. It's more right. like finding finding baby steps that they don't get encouraged or discouraged, by the way, but but getting motivated, okay, step by step, doing this, going there. And what can I do to move forward? And that's most likely the first step. And if I'm seeing someone has a vision and they're doing their homework, this shows me already, yeah, this this might be a good option to to work with on because there is someone who is who is willing to do the work. And I think yeah. it all comes down to the willingness of doing the work because that's not on us, that's on the clients, right? And I, exactly. I can, no, no, it's definitely it's only the client uh, that go. But exactly. anyway, Matt, we are about to reaching our our time here, but I just want to have this uh, to wrap up the session here. So you're you're you have your PhD, your doctorate in molecular biology, biology, yeah. as well as you went to the professional photographer. You changed to be a professional coach. I was wondering, in your mind, is there something in in, in your intuition? Sorry, is there any yeah. others? Uh, you know, the next uh, <laughs> more open for that. Yeah, I, you know, sometimes I was always like scared of when this intuition feeling hit again and said, do something different. And I was scared in the beginning when starting the coaching business and it was, you know, when, how long will this last and when do I do something else? But I, at least at the moment, I can say I really found something that I'm, I'm really passionate right now that mm-hmm. I love doing. I help, I love helping people and, and the the whole surrounding of being a coach building this business is so exciting for me so i don't have anything on the horizon i don't know if i'm doing this with 70 or something maybe i do something else but but right now this is really what's what i'm focusing on and yeah loving to do every every day i'm waking up and being excited about it very good very good there you go beautiful uh dear listeners the audience this is our episode of talk to matt anything else you would like to, to add matt uh thanks for listening and uh trust your intuition it's always a good thing to do <laughs> thank you very much thank you very much for that episode for sharing as we, as you said uh we have to talk to matt look for that thank you very much thank matt you. thanks thank so you. much francisco thank you the listeners this was another episode of hashtag from coast to coach good morning good day good evening this is your host francisco until then Stay safe. Thank you.